Hello, welcome back to the Wire Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McCrary. I am back here today with Thomas Smith. And today, we are talking about the NFL draft, and we are doing a, a mock draft. Now, this is not a predictive mock draft. This is a what-we-would-do mock draft, and we're just going through the first round of this year's draft through the first 31 picks. Usually, it's 32, but the Dolphins had their pick taken away uh, due to some issues with Tom Brady about a year ago, I believe. Um, uh, but I'm really excited numbers. to do a mock draft. This is the first mock draft I've done this year. So I'm excited to have you with me, Thomas, today. Yeah, dude. I'm super excited. So the way we will do this is we will kind of alternate taking picks. So I'll, I'm going to have the odd number picks. Ryan will have the even number picks. And so we'll just kind of go back and forth like that. We are allowing trades in this mock. Um, and what we'll do is, like, if I'm wanting to trade – um, with a team that I control, I'm going to have Ryan act as that team's GM just to kind of make it to where I can't just force a trade. So it'll kind of kind of give it a little more uh, human element than just me saying, oh, I want to trade with this other team I control and just forcing it. Yeah, and, and the reason I'm, I'm evens and he is odds is so that we can pick for our favorite teams. Yes. My favorite team is the Falcons. His favorite team is the Packers. So that's how we came to that uh that decision, but yeah, hopefully I'm ready I'll be if you able are. to like actually make a good pick for the Packers. <laughs> Un- unlike what they'll do on draft night. Yeah, yeah, they're the worst drafting team other than maybe the Patriots yeah. and the Seahawks. But that's yeah, pretty rough. We'll see. I'm ready to get into it. You ready? Let's go. All right, All let's right. go. I'm on the clock. Yeah, you're on the clock at number one with uh, the Carolina Panthers, and you know what, Anthony Richardson, no matter what. I was wondering if you were going to do it. Yes. I knew you were either going to go with him or Stroud, probably. Yeah. yeah. I thought you might go with It's just like, for me, the amount that they traded to get up to number one, I don't know that I'm like trading that much to take Stroud. Mm-hmm. Where like, I feel like I know what Stroud's going to be. And like Richardson, yes, it's a gamble, but he has the potential to be like a top, I mean, five, top three quarterback in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people will look at that and be like, wow, what? that's a crazy pick, taking Anthony Richardson at one over over guys like Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, who have shown more consistent production in college. But I like him, and I, I totally agree with your logic. If you're going to trade all that you gave up to move up to the, to the number one pick, you need to take a big swing mm-hmm. and get the guy who has the potential to be an all-pro an elite quarterback with guys like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. And I like Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I think both of those guys have a good chance to be good players in the NFL. But I think their ceiling is capped due to issues that each of those guys have, like physical limitations with Bryce Young or struggles under pressure that Stroud has. Um, I think that those guys can be pro bowlers if everything goes right. But I don't see them ever being elite quarterbacks. And I think nowadays you have to, when you're building your team, you're, everyone's going up against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. And if you want to legitimately contend for a championship, you need an elite quarterback. You can't settle for anything less than that. And so I like taking a big swing at number one with Anthony Richardson. Yep. Big uh, big way to start the draft. Yeah, I, I, I love right. it. I like the pick. And, and I've seen a lot of people have this, like saying that the Panthers should take Anthony Richardson. Uh, Guys like Benjamin Solak for the ringer. Mm -hmm. He has this big project every year where he 
where he charts games for each of the top quarterback prospects. Um, and he just got done with that recently. He'll have a big project released for the ringer with that. And he said, you know, the Panthers should take Anthony Richardson number yeah. one. So I like that pick. Now You're I'm up the with the Texans at number two. And with Anthony Richardson off the board, this makes this pick really easy for me. I would have taken Anthony Richardson at number two right. if he was available because uh, he is my QB1 this year. Uh, but there is a quarterback that I really, really like who's my QB2, and that is Bryce Young. Nice. Um, love Bryce Young. There are physical limitations with him in terms of size. Like, he is short. Um, his weight is concerning. But he's also just a really, really good player. He's accurate. Um, he's great under pressure. Great at avoiding sacks. Great attacking the intermediate parts of the field. Um, just has a lot of high-level traits that I think will lead to him being a really good quarterback in the NFL. I do worry about his arm strength. I don't think his arm strength is is great. I think it's fine, but it's not elite, and I don't think it's good enough um, to get him to to like elite status in the NFL. Um, and I also worry about him not being a great runner. Obviously, he's mobile. He's great at extending plays in that way, but he's not a great runner. He's not a high-level runner like Anthony Richardson. And that combined with with his underwhelming arm strength and lack of size, I think limits his ceiling. Um, so that's why I, I like a guy like Anthony Richardson more, despite Bryce Young being better right now. Um, but yeah, I like Bryce Young. I think he can be a franchise quarterback in the NFL. I think he can be a top 10 quarterback, and I think he's worth a top three selection. Yeah, absolutely. That's a home run pick for the Texans. Honestly, might be the guy that they would have taken at number one anyways if they had gotten the number one pick. I agree. So if they can go into this draft and still get Bryce Young at number two, I guess pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm on the clock with the Cardinals. This roster is bad. Yeah. Like, they their receiver room's okay, like Hopkins, Marquise Brown, Rondell Moore, but Hopkins wants to be traded, and I think they're probably wanting to trade Hopkins. Kyler's going to be out the whole year next year, pretty much. He may be like he may be able to come back at the end of the year, but I don't know why he would because they're going to be so bad that yeah. he doesn't need to. Um, like their offensive line and defensive lines are atrocious. Mm -hmm. Like they lost so many guys in free agency. So if I'm the Cardinals, I do not want to make this pick here at number three. Okay. I want to trade out and try to get some more assets so that I can like fix my roster to mm -hmm. be a more competitive team. Yeah. So I will ask you, okay. do you have any of your even numbered picks that you think might want to trade up to me? The first team that comes to mind is potentially the Colts. Um, just because they have to take a quarterback this year. Yeah. Um, how far back do you want to go? Are you, are you down to just go back to four? I'm down for that. Okay. I'm also down to go back as far as like, I mean, honestly, pretty much anywhere in the first round. Okay. As long as we can just trade get back. some assets and yeah. like have more picks. Now I think if I'm looking at trading down to four, probably only getting like one pick and it's probably you know, yeah. what, a third? Maybe right. a third rounder? That's what I was thinking. As the Colts, I'm very interested in training up. Okay. To, so I can secure a quarterback. Um, and that, I'll, I'll announce who that is in a minute. Um, if I'm the Lions, 
I'm trying to think. If I'm gonna lie, if Anthony Richardson was available, I definitely would and, be trading up. Yeah, that's my thing too. Because <clears> like I was gonna say, if you didn't want to trade up with the Colts, like I was thinking the Seahawks. But I don't think the Seahawks will trade up unless it was for Richardson. And yeah. that's kind of my things with a lot of these teams that already have starting quarterbacks in place. I don't know that they're going to want to trade up if Richardson's not available. I don't know that yeah. they're going to want to trade up for like Stroud or mm-hmm. Levis. Yeah. So. And if I'm the Falcons, I'm just thinking, if I'm the Falcons and the Lions, do I want to give up a big haul for Stroud? Yeah. And I'm not sure. May I w- I will trade up with the Colts. Like okay. If I'm the Colts, I'll trade up. Okay. Okay. And I think what we can do is um, I'm gonna pull up like the the draft pick like trade value chart so that we can kind of look at that. It's like a it's a good tool that we like to use when we're doing mocks that kind of gives uh, a points value to every draft pick. Yeah. So basically. Um, Arizona's pick at number three is worth uh, 2,200 points, and Indianapolis's pick at four is worth 1,800 points. So that's a difference of 400 points, which is equivalent to... <coughs> it actually says it's equivalent to a second rounder, which would be around like the back half of the second round, like mid to back half of the second round would be equivalent. What website um, are you using? I am using Draft Tech. Okay, because I, I looked it up and a bunch of websites came up. All right. Um, and this is one that I'm most familiar with. Okay, so you said that... Oh, my gosh. I got to turn my ad blocker off. Oh, no. <laughs> so you said that it's worth a second-round pick? So it's worth 400 points. Now, Indy's second round pick is number 35 mm. and it says that's worth 550 points mm. but then when you go all the way to their third round pick that's only worth 195 points okay so i would love a second round pick how would you feel about giving up your second round pick to move up one spot is that too much to you if you're the colts let me think so what's their third their third is 79 yes um think a second round pick for one spot is just a lot i agree i if i were the Colts, i don't know that i would do i I would do a. am willing to do a third but not a second you're willing to do a third yeah okay Mm. i want to get like the value that i think here i I deserve so i i'm willing to do a third a third and a fourth. Okay. Or, or maybe a third and a fifth. Wouldn't that be interesting to you? Right here. I'm willing to do it here. I'm willing to do a third this year and a fourth next. Mm, a fourth next year. <sighs> a third this year and a fourth next year. To just move down one spot and still be able to take the first non-quarterback on yeah. the board yes Hold on. and, and before we do it do you think that's fair for both sides i think that's fair because i think like for arizona yeah they're getting some more assets in this year's draft and they're only moving down one spot where they're yeah. still going to get their choice of whether it's jalen carter will anderson whoever they want to take so i will um i will give you number three for number four 
Is it number 79 this year and then a third next year? So, so it's 79 this year, fourth next year. Yes, a fourth next year. Correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. And we will force the trade because I don't think it's going <laughs> to yeah. say that they're interested. <laughs> All right. So now I'm at reason. three with the Colts. Yes. I've traded up. And obviously. And I'm- yeah, the way we'll do that is like. Ryan was going to be the Colts at four. So now that he's traded up, he's still going to be the Colts at three. And I'll just have, I'll just have two picks in a row with the Cardinals and the Seahawks. And then he'll have, um, then he'll just go back to the lines and we'll go back to normal right yeah. there. Yeah. We'll just stick with the teams we were using in trade after trades. Yes. Um, so at number three Colts, I'm taking a quarterback and I am definitely not taking Will Levis. But I will take Hand C.J. Stroud. No, oh my gosh. Yeah, no. I'm taking C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. I like C.J. Stroud a lot. I, he's my QB3 in this year's class, but that's just because I really like this quarterback class. Yeah. And I like the two guys ahead of him just a little bit more. Um, Stroud, super accurate, great pocket passer. He's got great pocket presence. His ability to avoid sacks is really good. He's got elite accuracy and ball placement. Um, his performance this year was worse than it was last year, but his performance last year was off the charts. I do have questions about his ceiling due to a lack of mobility. Um, I think he, I think his mobility is a little bit underrated, but he's not a high-level runner. He's not as good at extending plays as Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson, in my opinion. That's part of the reason why I have him below those guys. And I think that his ultimate ceiling in the NFL, if things go right, is like a Dak Prescott. Yeah, I think it's like a, a Like a top 10 quarterback, but maybe back into the top 10. Sure. Which is a good quarterback and worth this pick. But I just think that Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson have higher ceilings than him. Sure, I would is, agree with that. Which is why I like them a little bit more. But Stroud's great. I think it's worth the trade up uh, to, to secure him at number three. And I really like this pick here for, for the Colts. All right. I love the trade. Cardinals get... Uh, extra third round pick and a, a fourth next year, which is great for them. They're not a good team. Um, so now we're kind of stuck with a choice to me right here for the Cardinals. It is between Jalen Carter and Will Anderson. I don't know that there's any other players that I'm really considering for them here at number four, just in my opinion, I think there would probably be some players that they consider. I know I've heard a lot of buzz like that the Cardinals like Tyree Wilson yeah. and that there would be a good chance that Tyree Wilson is actually the first defender off the board. But to me, it's Jalen Carter from Georgia and Will Anderson from Alabama. And as the Cardinals, I think like with the team that they have, I don't know that they're in a position where they can take a risk on Jalen Carter, mm-hmm. just with the off-the-field concerns. So that is why I'm going to take Will Anderson here. He fits in very nicely. Uh, he's an immediate starter for them. I mean, their addresses are pretty rough. Like The two guys that um, are listed as the starters are Myjay Sanders and Cameron Thomas. Two rookies. Yes. From the 2022 draft. Yes. So, and I mean, yeah, Will Anderson will start immediately. And, and what a crazy, like, it's all, like, in this situation, which I think could happen on draft night. Yeah. Like, I think this is a really realistic trade. I agree. Part of the reason why I wanted to make this, um, because I think that it could very well happen on draft night, but they're getting a guy they would have gotten at number three. 
But they just traded back, got a third rounder this year and yeah. a fourth rounder next year. Well, and like that's yeah, awesome. The Colts have to secure the quarterback because, especially if you get to a point where, like, I mean, one of the top three guys is going to be there at three. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's just how it's going to fall because you can't take three guys and two picks. Yeah. So, one of the top three guys is going to be there. And there's going to be plenty of teams trying to call and move up. I mean, I've been reading that the Titans are interested in moving up. Two sleeper teams that are interested are probably, you know, the Seahawks and the and the Lions. I mean, that's probably in the case that Richardson's there at yeah. three. But still, I think the Colts are going to have to make a trade up to three to get to make sure that they get the guy that they like. Yeah. And, and I hate I hate saying like it feels like we don't like CJ Stroud when we talk about teams like are trading up for Anthony Richardson and not CJ well, Stroud. Well, and that's a, I love Stroud. Stroud, yeah, Stroud was borderline my QB one. Richardson is my QB one, but I mean Richardson is just that special of potential that he'd be worth trading up for. Where if you're a team like Seattle and Detroit, where you already have like quality starting quarterbacks in place there's not really any reason to trade up to get Stroud yeah I just want to make it clear we love Stroud like we both yeah. are huge fans of his all right you're up at number five with the yeah, Seahawks I'm up again at five okay Seattle at five there's there's a lot of options here obviously Jalen Carter is on the board Seattle I they are kind of notorious for taking taking just kind of saying like F it for guys with character yeah. concerns and just like F it we ball. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> so to me right here, it's between Jalen Carter and either of the two corners. Okay. And that would be Devin Witherspoon, the corner from Illinois or Christian Gonzalez, the corner from Oregon. Um, To me right here with the Seahawks, they are in a position where they made the playoffs last year they have a really solid team, mm-hmm. and so I think they're a place where Jalen Carter could go, and it not be a huge like L for them if he doesn't work out. Yeah, because they also do have two picks in the first round this year. So if they don't hit here, I mean, he's very. I I think he's gonna hit. I really do. Um, I don't know that I draft him just because it is a little concerning. But I think I will be taking Jalen Carter here. They have number 20. If he doesn't work out, you had another first-round pick to work with, too. You going Jalen Carter? I'm going Jalen Carter here at five with the Seahawks. I'm glad you took him because I would have had a, a really hard time with him. Because I've already said, I would, I, like, if I were GM, I would have taken him off my draft board. Yeah. But that has nothing to do with the talent. In my opinion, he's the best player in the draft. Yes. Pretty easily. I like, would agree, yeah. Like, he, he's a phenomenal talent. I just am concerned about the off-the-field issues. But I really like your logic here, taking him at number five with the Seahawks and being okay with the risk because they have a second pick in the first round. Yeah. And also, they're a really good team. They can take on that risk. It's not like they're a really bad team who needs talent to work out. Like yeah. They can take on this risk. I like it. Um, I love the talent. He's he's a super freak athlete. Yep. Got elite bend for a defensive tackle for a three tech. His explosiveness is off the charts. His production has been has been awesome at Georgia. It's up there with like Quinn and Williams 
um, Dexter Lawrence. Like some of the best defensive tackles that we've seen in recent memory. So I like the pick. I, I, I think it's risky with his off-the-field issues. Yeah. But if he hits, I think he's going to be a dominant defensive tackle in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. Now I'm up with the Lions. And this is a really interesting pick here. So yeah, I'm ju- very curious to see what you're going to do. So they just traded uh, Jeff Okuda today yes. to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, that was announced a few hours ago. And they, they're they a pretty good team, not going to lie. Um, they don't have like a ton of holes in their roster. Like, yeah. I think they could use a receiver. Um, they don't really need any offensive lineman. Um, they could use a right guard, but there's obvious. I, I don't Their think there's offensive a, line's pretty strong. It's pretty strong. Like it's, it's very solid. They do need a quarterback, but I don't think there's a quarterback worth taking here. Um, I don't think they need a running back because they, they just got David Montgomery. They already had DeAndre Swift. Um, PFF has their team needs as receiver, tight end and um, def- interior defensive line. And honestly, I would have really considered um, uh, Jalen Carter I- if he were there, but he's not there. And we, so I'm pretty sure the Lions run uh, a lot of press man coverage. Yeah. Because they, they have that like Patriot style defense. Sure. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, they just got rid of Jeff Akuda. Uh, they have a lot of open spots in their secondary. Um, I think Devon Witherspoon is worth this pick. Um, he did only have one year of great production in college, and he is um, he I, he's not 23, but he's close to it, I believe. So he's a little bit older as a prospect, but he's a great athlete. He's great in man coverage and zone coverage. He's got the size. He's one of the best corners in this year's draft. I like him a lot. I think he's going to be good in the NFL, and I think he's worth his pick. I'm going to go with Devon Witherspoon. Nice. That's a really very solid pick. Like, he's going to be nice. Because they, honestly, they did do some nice things in free agency. They signed Emmanuel Mosley. They also signed Cam Sutton to help out with that corner room. So, adding uh, Devon Witherspoon into that group, I think that makes them a very solid corner room. Yeah, is that the direction you would have gone? I, yeah, I would have taken either, I probably would have taken Gonzalez, but but I understand. I do understand the pick here. Yeah. So, that leaves me at seven with the Las Vegas Raiders. I have three places that my mind goes to here. Um, My number one option is probably Christian Gonzalez for them here. Their corners are their their corner room is not great. But their offensive line, especially on the right side, is also a little bit weak. So this is where I would consider going Peter Skaronsky or Paris Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to take Christian Gonzalez because okay. I think he's the best out of those three. I love that he's not even twenty one yet. He's twenty years old. Really? Okay, I don't yeah. think I knew that. He's, I mean, he'll be 21 when the season starts. Yeah. Uh, but he's really young prospect. Um, he really has only had, like, kind of similar to Witherspoon, like one year yeah. of really good production. This is this year was his first year at Oregon. His first two years in college, he played at uh, Colorado. Um, but this was really his first year of, like, really good production. But that doesn't scare me too much because he is, like, a younger prospect. And so 
I mean, his testing numbers were off the chart too at the combine. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So I feel very comfortable taking Christian Gonzalez here at number seven. Yeah, I like Christian Gonzalez a lot. Freak athlete has unreal movement skills. Um, his final season in Oregon had like a PFF grade around eighty. Yeah, it was, um, I think it was like eighty three. Which is, like which that. is honestly like I think that's good. Yeah, eighty three point three for especially his final for season. his age. I yeah. mean, like he's twenty years old. Like a PFF grade of eighty plus at twenty years old. That's good in my opinion. I know, um, is it Sam Monson? Is he the guy that works at PFF? Yes. I uh, think I think yes. his last name's Monson. He does not like Christian Christian Gonzalez. Oh, really? He's really low on him. But I like him a lot. I think athleticism really matters at the cornerback position. Exactly. Um, I'm pretty sure that his production in terms of like passes defended and interceptions was low at Oregon. He had four I'm, he had four interceptions. Um, at Oregon in last year. Because I'm pretty sure that's a concern that people have had with him. Yeah. But I just think the athleticism is, is so good. And, like, having a PFF grade of 80-plus at 20 years old is really impressive, in my opinion. Um, he's just at a different stage in his development than, than Devon Witherspoon. Um, I don't think he's quite as good right now as Witherspoon is. But still, I think I think Gonzalez has a really high ceiling. And, and the Raiders desperately you need a cornerback. Yeah. So I like that pick. Absolutely. All right, man. You're on the clock with your favorite team, your, yeah. your hometown Atlanta Falcons here at number eight. Yeah, and this is an interesting pick. Because um, I've said for a while we're taking a quarterback. I'd like for us to trade out. But the more I think about what I want the Falcons to do, the more I think we cannot trade out of this pick because the guy I want the Falcons to take will not be will not be there if okay. I if I trade out. I don't I don't think. Okay. Do you have do you only have one guy that you're thinking of here or do you have like a few guys that are in the conversation? So there are a few guys because the Falcons have a few needs. Um they don't really need any offensive linemen. They could use, they could actually use Peter Skaronski. Yeah. But I'm not the biggest Peter Skronsky fan, well, and, and they, I don't think he's worth eighth pick. They would have to use him probably on the interior, which is well, yeah, I mean a which lot is of people probably, are protect, which honestly projecting is, him might, to guard. Might where, might be where Skronsky plays. I'm just not sure that he's worth the eighth pick. Sure. I like Skronsky, just n- not at eight. We could use an, an edge rusher, um, but I we also need receiver. Okay, and. I really like Tyree Wilson. I think he's got a lot of potential, but I don't think he is as good of a bet to succeed in the NFL. Oh, I know where you're going. As Jackson Smith and Jigba. Nice. And I, I'm really high on Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, I know he played a lot in the slot in college, but he has everything you want in a receiver. He's got solid size, not great size, but he's about six feet tall, just under 200 pounds. His collegiate production was off the charts. He's great against man coverage and zone coverage. His ball skills are fantastic. They're off the charts. He's a great route runner, a great separator. Um, His production is elite. Matches up with some of the best receivers we've seen over the last couple of years. A lot of people will think that eight is high, and I think a big reason why is because he isn't a freak athlete. He doesn't have great long speed, but he's a good athlete. His RAS score was in eight. Yeah. was in the eights. Um, so he, he's a very good athlete um, who wins with explosiveness. And I mean, he's and got elite, agility. like, short area quickness. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think he is the best receiver in the class. 
and worth the eighth overall pick. Um, I don't think he's quite as good as this guy, but I, I view him similarly to a guy like Justin Jefferson, who also played primarily in the slot in college, played behind Jamar Jefferson. And, and Jackson Smith Jamar and Jigba also played behind talented yeah. receivers and Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. That's part of the reason why he was in the slot so much. Right. Um, and then Jefferson has come into the NFL, moved outside, and been awesome at that. I don't think Jackson Smith and Jigba is as good as him, uh, but I think he can play outside. He's got all the tools necessary to be a good boundary receiver or outside receiver. So I like the pick here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give us another another quality receiver next to Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Dude, I really like the uh, the little uh, differences there when you have like Drake. You know, differences in flavors with your receiver room when you add Jackson Smith and Jigba, and you also have like a big guy, big guys like Drake London and Kyle Pitts and Johnny Smith. Yeah. And you add in, I mean. You add in Jackson Smith and Jigby, he's going to eat in the slot. Yeah, I agree, and I think, and I think also, he's a good fit with our offense because yeah. we, we don't we're not a vertical offense. That's kind of what I'm thinking too. Like with Ritter, he's probably going to be the starter this year. Like I think that helps him a lot when you have like a reliable yeah. slot guy. Like I, yeah, I really like that pick. I, I know a lot of people probably say this a little high, but I like that. Pick and there. and there weren't too many players I would have considered here. Um, honestly, or would have yeah. taken that seriously. Uh, one guy I would have considered here is like Paris Johnson. Okay. But we just don't have a need for tackle. Yeah. Because we just re-signed uh, Caleb McGarry. We already had Jake Matthews. Like us taking Paris Johnson didn't make a ton of sense, in my opinion. Right. Um, and a lot of Falcons fans would probably not like it if we took Jackson Smith and Jigba, but screw him, I'm taking him. I'm the GM hey, here. That's nice. Well, I'm honestly glad you did take him there for your sake because I probably... I would have really thought about it at nine. The only thing that would have stopped me is just that the Bears do have other needs. Yeah. Their defense is kind of rough. I mean, they did do a lot in free agency to add some nice pieces, adding, you know, two really good linebackers in TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds. Um, but I I would have thought about going with uh Going with Jackson Smith and Jigba there, that would have just made for a really fun receiver room for them where they would have had DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney on the outside and Smith and Jigba inside. And then, I mean, Chase Claypool as your fourth wide receiver is pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Um, I think right here for the Bears, now that JSN is gone, that does push me to end up taking Tyree Wilson here. Ooh. Um, okay. Yeah. I looked at Peter Skaronsky and Paris Johnson. I think they both would have been good picks as well. But the Bears' defensive line is pretty shaky. Yeah. Like, they're, I mean, it's uh, Travis Gibson and Rasheem Green are their two defensive ends. And then Justin Jones and Andrew Billings are their two interior linemen. It's kind of a shaky D line. I mean, all due respect to those guys. Yeah. But. I'm sure anybody listening doesn't really even know who those people are. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to take Tyree Wilson here, solidify that defensive line for the Bears. I mean, I think if they had stayed at one, it probably would have been Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. And I think even them at nine, they probably are not expecting to get Tyree Wilson to fall to them. I think I would say that, that that's a little bit of a fall yeah. from like the – chalk mock drafts you know yeah 
So I, I think Wilson has kind of a big range. Like I can see him going as early as like three. Yeah. And as late as, I mean, I've seen mocks that have him going to eleven. Yeah, I think eleven is probably his like. Lowest. Yeah, may, maybe twelve. It's his four. Yeah, he is a little bit of an. I mean, he's an older prospect. And yeah. I, I mean, he hasn't had super consistent production in college, but his raw tools are crazy. And his build is just like mm-hmm. very, very unique. Yeah. He, 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 he doesn't have great career production yeah. at Texas Tech, but his last year, his efficiency in terms of like his pass rush win rate was really good. Um, his PFF grading was never great. Yeah. Um, and he is an older prospect. Like, I, there are concerns I have with him. I will say, I do have a, a model for every position for the NFL draft. And um, the two leaders in my production score for this edge class were Will Anderson Jr. at one and Tyree Wilson at two. Oh, really? And that takes into account final season and career production. Yeah. And looks at, like, very basic stats, like tackles per game, uh, solo tackles per game, tackles for loss per game, sacks per game, stuff like that. Um, so it is very basic, but it is good to see that Tyree Wilson ranks high in that production score. I like Tyree Wilson. We're not going to get testing numbers for him that are official. Yeah, He is having his own individual pro day. Right. Um, I know he's been dealing with an injury, so that's why he didn't test at the combine. Yeah. Um, I would love to see his testing numbers because he is built like a freak athlete. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's got insane I mean, size. His tape looks very athletic, too. Yeah. I actually like his tape. Um, I, I thought he had good bend for his size. I think he's explosive. I don't think he is an elite athlete. Sure. Like some guys we've seen in recent memory, like Kayvon Thibodeau or Jalen Phillips. And that's my kind of guy. Like, yeah. I love for edge rushers to be big and super explosive. That's why I've fallen in love with guys like Kayvon Thibodeau and Jalen Phillips because those guys were freak athletes. I don't think Tyree Wilson is that athletic, but I do think he has very good physical tools. He's got great length, good power. I don't know if you saw Chris Sims' edge rankings, which he put out yesterday. I did not. But he had Tyree Wilson number one. Wow, okay. He also had Will Anderson Jr. five. So Well, take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> so who knows? But I like Tyree Wilson, and I think it's an interesting pick at nine. All right. Now we get to probably the hardest pick in the draft. Um, this is just really difficult because the Eagles, they have like some clear needs in terms of like, like they can use a defensive tackle, but they don't, they don't have a lot of needs. Like yeah. they could use a third wide receiver, but I don't think there's really a receiver worth taking here at 10. Uh, I know what I would do here. Like they, they, they could use an interior offensive lineman. Um, they could prepare for the future and get a guy like Paris Johnson. Um, they do need a... They could use a defensive end. Um, they also could use linebacker, but obviously I'm not going to take a linebacker here at 10. I like Peter Skronsky here. I think he's a good fit because he can play on the interior. The one guy that would be a great fit but I don't think it's going to value is Kalasha Kansi. Okay. I, I would agree with that. I think I like Kalasha Kansi, but I like him in the middle of the first round, maybe back half of the first round. And I will say Paris Johnson Jr. Did play right guard. A D- decent yeah, that, that amount is right. At Ohio state. That is right. Um, like his, I think his first couple of seasons played right guard. 
Yeah. And I know that, like, I, I've considered, like, potentially trading out here. Yeah. Um, but I know if I do, I'm not going to get Paris Johnson. Um, and I I really don't understand why people don't like Paris Johnson. Like, when the first time I watched them, I was like, okay, this is, like, one of the better players in the class. And a guy that could be a franchise left tackle. He just has all the physical tools in the world. Yeah. He's got great size, great length, insane mobility. Like, his... His movement skills are, are just super impressive. He's great in the run game. I think I think he has the potential to be a great pass blocker. I'm going to take Paris Johnson Jr. here at 10. That's a good pick. Um, yeah, in 2021, go, he played all the entire season in 2021 at right guard. Yeah, and he can play. Yeah, I, and I totally forgot about that. Like, he played guard before he played tackle. Um, but I think this is BPA, and I think you have to prepare for the future if you're, if you're the Eagles because you are – I think you're going to lose Lane Johnson after this year. Is he on a one-year deal? I, I'm not sure if he is or not. I think you may be right. I mean, he's also old, too, so he could just retire. Yeah. He's just been recently pretty injury-riddled. I mean, granted, he's played through a lot of these injuries just because he's a ridiculously tough human. But yeah. Okay, I'm looking at his contract. Into consideration. And it looks like he signed a four-year deal. Um, so he will be there long term, but still, like I think, I think getting Paris Johnson's worth it. I think it gives oh, yeah. you flexibility and he can play right guard for. I mean, until you have to move him. Yeah, exactly. So, I, just I mean, think he, he played BPA. really well at, at right guard at Ohio State. So I, I love that pick. That's a really good pick there. Yeah, it, I think some Eagles may some Eagles fans may not like it. Yeah, but I think it's BPA. And the Eagles don't have a lot of needs, and I just think it's good value at 10. And I think that it makes my pick at 11 a lot easier because now I'm just going to take Peter Skaronsky. Yeah. Because if you didn't take an offensive lineman, I was going to have to choose between the two. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, here at 11 with the Titans, they their offensive line is atrocious. They, they signed Andre Dillard, um, who was formerly of the Eagles. He was actually a former first-round pick out of Washington State. Um, and so he'll probably start at left tackle for them cause they did pay him starting left tackle money. Um, but other than that, like their left guard center and right tackle positions are anything but sealed on who's going to start. I would say that Andre Dillard is pretty safe to start at left tackle. And then Dylan Radins, who was a, uh, he, he didn't make it to the first round. He was a second rounder, right? In 21. Yeah. yeah he was a second, <clears throat> he was a second, round second pick. Rounder. In 2021, out of North Dakota State, they're probably pretty. I I would take a bet that they're going to be starters, um, but every other position is open, and with the position versatility of Peter Skaronsky, um, I think it just makes it a pretty easy. Now, and like I say, position versatility, he hasn't really played anything besides left tackle at Northwestern. But he has been projected to guard, and I think he can do it and be a very good guard. Yeah, no, so, I, I agree. Now, I would, you know, I would probably try him at tackle because if you're taking a guy here at eleven, like ideally you do want to take a tackle and not take a guy who's just gonna be a guard. Yeah. Um, just positional value wise, I think he's kind of similar in a way to like Elijah, Elijah Vera Tucker. Yeah, Elijah yeah. Vera Tucker, where it's like he can play tackle. But it's probably going to be better at guard. But yeah. you, might, you might as well just play him at tackle at first. Exactly. And see see how he does. And if he sucks, he's going to be an all-pro guard. So. Yeah, like I think he's going to be a really good guard. I don't love him at tackle. Sure. Because um, in, in arm length is a concern. But overall, in general, size, I just, I just don't think he has the size 
or the the raw strength to play tackle. Um, I I would really be shocked if he is a left tackle in the NFL. If he's going to play tackle, he's probably going to be a right tackle. Yeah, which is perfect because they need a right tackle right now. Yeah, but I think most likely he'll be a guard, and I think he'd be really good at guard. Yeah, absolutely. They didn't love his tape at tackle, but I think he can be a really good guard. Did have great production in college. Like, his PFF grade this last season was, like, 89, which is the best in the class. So, um, really good. I like that pick. Now I'm up with the Texans, and this is probably, like, the worst spot to be in because after the top 11 – the draft, the draft kind of like falls off a bit. Yeah, it does. Um, they need a receiver so bad because right now they have Nico Collins, Noah Brown, and Robert Woods as their top three receivers. And John Mechie, if he can come back, too, yeah, will probably John be the starter at the slot. Well, him and Robert Woods. They did get Dalton Schultz in the offseason, which was a nice pickup, and I I've already taken Bryce Young. Who is Bryce going to throw to? Yeah, who's Bryce going to throw to? I could take Quentin Johnston here. But the Texans also have a lot of needs on defense. They need a pass rusher. They need a defensive end. Um, a, a nice fit here, like something that would just be fun, but I don't think it's worth like worth the 12th pick. Oh, let me guess. Are you saying Nolan Smith? No, no. Okay, okay. No. No, someone that's um, like worse value than that. Worse value than that? In my opinion. Ooh. And you said it could be fun? Yeah. Uh, Quinn but, Johnson? No, fun is in, like, you might have to be, a, you'd have to be like a football nerd to think this is like a fun fit. <laughs> mm, okay, I don't even know who. Brian Branch. Oh, okay. Okay. Just like putting him with Jalen Petre and Jimmy Ward. Like yeah. You just got like three be a really super crazy versatile safety. defensive backs there. Yeah. So that would be fun. But I like Quentin Johnston. Is he worth the 12th pick? I'm just not sure. I love his size, love the athleticism, love his ability to break tackles. But he plays small. He's got really, really underwhelming hands. I think he can be an, a, a solid X receiver at the next level. But I also love me some Nolan Smith. And I, I'm way more confident that Nolan Smith is going to be a good player at the next level. Um, and I think Nolan Smith is probably PPA, so I'm going to go Nolan Smith. Wow, okay. Um, nice. He is undersized. I think size worries me a, a little bit because I love big edge, edge rushers. Yeah. But Nolan Smith is just super, super talented. He's got elite, elite athleticism. Great explosiveness, great burst off the line of scrimmage. He also has some of the best bend in the class, and he's a great run defender. Really good at setting the edge. Um, I would love, I would love it if he were just a little bit bigger, had more defensive end size rather than outside linebacker size. But I just really, really like the talent. I think he's so good at rushing the passer and stopping the run. I remember watching uh, Trayvon Walker last year, and just I kept. I kept saying, like, who is number four making all these plays? I think Nolan Smith is great. He did get hurt this season, um, so he didn't get to play the whole season, but he was still super productive. His pass rush win rates and his stop rate were all, all like, some of the best we've seen since 2019. I like him a lot, and I think he's worth the 12th overall pick. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, 
It makes it a little tougher for me because I was looking at Nolan Smith here for the yeah. Jets. Yeah. Um, oof. So, man. For the do, Jets do, here. Do you want to assume that the Jets are getting Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming that they're getting Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, they, they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. And I, I was, I mean, they're. I don't think they're going to have to give up 13 either. Like, it'll probably be either one or two second rounders for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Hmm. So they do need a tackle. Yeah. And is like, there a tackle we're taking at 13? Need a tackle is kind of like, I don't know that they like need, need a tackle. Max Mitchell, I thought played well last year. Um, Makai Becton, if he can stay healthy and get back to form, like, he could be nice. They also have Dwayne Brown, who is an older player, but he is a serviceable left tackle that can start for you. I would agree, yes, they need a tackle. Um, and in like a worst-case scenario situation, you can move Elijah Vera Tucker to tackle. Yeah. Um, this is a really hard pick now. It is a really hard pick. I... Cause and, and I think the reason why it's such a hard pick is because everyone that we've taken so far are guys that are really good, some of the best players in the class, and I think it's all good value where they went. And now, like, there are some players that I really like, but I'm just not sure they're worth the 13th pick. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Oh, like, there are a lot of players that I really, really love. Yeah. But they're not premium positions. <laughs> And it's like, <laughs> and all the guys who are premium positions, I'm like, I just don't love them. Yeah. I'm going to, okay, I've got my pick. Okay. It's not necessarily a huge need, but I think okay. he will pair very nicely with Sauce Gardner. And I'm going to take Joey Porter Jr. Oh, okay. here at okay. 13. I looked at Deontay Banks, um, but I think Joey Porter Jr. just like in press coverage is elite and I, I just like him for the jets here um so that brings you up here at number 14 for the dude pass. that gives them a really nice corner group. yeah it's really like nice. sauce gardner dj reed played really well last year he and he was could awesome. also move to slot because he's a super small corner isn't he um i think so yeah i'm pretty he's sure like that five he's nine. small yeah yeah he's I like five foot nine 188 like he could probably play slot like you would assume right yeah Man, I, I like think that. he played outside for them last year. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. I think he played opposite of Soft Gardner. Soft Gardner. That's a very solid pick. I really haven't seen that mocked. No, I haven't either. A lot. Uh, my other thought was probably going to be Roderick Jones. But I didn't want to go, you know, I didn't want to do like a, a chalk pick. Like yeah. I wanted a, I wanted something a little different. Darnell Wright would have been fun, but he doesn't really have great versatility to play left tackle. When we saw him play left tackle at Tennessee, he was a little underwhelming phenomenal at right tackle. He was very good right tackle, but at left tackle, you know, not, not his best film. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you didn't take who I thought you were going to take. I don't want to say it because I want to pick this guy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. At some point, I'm probably not going to take him here, but (laughs) I do want to pick him at some point. All right, so I'm up with the Patriots, 14th pick. And this sucks, because I was going to take Joey Porter here. Nice. Um, 
I think I think Joey, Joey Porter would be such a good scheme. Oh, it'd be great for the in Patriots. New England. Like, yeah, it'd be great for the Patriots. They need they need a receiver, but the kind of receiver that I want to take for them, <laughs> I'm just not sure that that kind of player would be worth the 14th pick or yeah. the guys that fit that mold. Um, let's see what their team needs are. Um, so I'm lo- I'm looking at Draft Network, and they have they have their primary needs as receiver, interior, defensive line, edge, and cornerback. Do they really need edge? I mean, they have Judon or Matthew Judon. Um, and they they could use an interior defensive lineman. God, I really hate you for taking Joey Porter, man. That sucks. My bad, man. Like Deontay Banks, this this feels. I, I was gonna say this is early, but I literally when I did a mock draft before this pod, I literally took him, like, really soon. So, <laughs> I mean, I like him. He's just like a super athletic corner. Yeah. Another guy I'm thinking is Quentin Johnston. Okay. But I really would love a more like possession receiver, more of a separator here. To play alongside Mac Jones. They could use a tight end, but they just got Mike Jacecki. So, yeah. Let me look. I'm looking at all the players I could possibly take here. Brian Branch is an interesting player. But, I'm not just, like, is he worth the 14th pick? Like he's a slot corner. Doesn't really play free safety. Not a great athlete. He's small. Was a great football player in Alabama. Great tackler. Is really good in coverage as like a man corner from the slot. Oh, man. I'm looking at somebody. Okay. It'd be early. Well, I'm looking at somebody that would it probably be early for for the next pick. So you better take him if you... Don't want him to be gone. Then what I'm thinking here. So I I like a very specific type of edge rusher. I've already talked about that. Okay, so you're not thinking of who I. I like I love dudes who are like freak athletes, have great length, have great bend. Uh huh. And there's one of those types of of edge rushers available right now. Yeah. It's a little early for him. A little early. Um. Is it Will McDonald? And it's Will McDonald. I'm thinking about him at 14. He's just great. Um, he's just really, really, really good. I think he's a great pass rusher. Not as great against the run. Like, I don't think he's quite as good as Nolan Smith. I didn't realize I, how old he was. I do like him better than Lucas Van Ness. He's almost 24. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew he was an older prospect. I'm thinking either him or Deontay Banks. Banks is just not the... Uh, Banks is younger... He's super, like a freak athlete. I'm actually going to go Deontay Banks here. He can play a little press coverage. Um, I don't think he's quite as good in press coverage as Joey Porter Jr., um, but he's a freak athlete, um, super smart player. I like him a lot, and um, I think he's a solid pick at 14. Right, Deontay, go Deontay Banks, Banks. locking it in. Let's I know go. I just had like a super like quick turn there, Yeah. but <laughs> just thinking out loud here. All right, well, I'm <laughs> going to um, – I am going to take a player here that I think a lot of people are going to think it's kind of early for. Um, and I know that the Packers will never do this, but 
I'm going to take Zay Flowers. Okay, here. I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I mean, yeah. I like it. I thought about him with the Patriots. I'm taking Zay Flowers, wide receiver from Boston College. They need wide receiver help. I mean, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs were two rookies last year that played well, but they, I mean, they can't be the only guys for Jordan Love. Like, he, he needs another guy to put in the slot. Mm. I mean, Watson and Dobbs can play on the outside and have Flowers in the slot. Flowers is probably a little too small to play outside. He did play outside a lot at Boston College, mm-hmm. um, but he's probably just a little bit too small to play outside in the, in the NFL. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Zay Flowers. Um, I like he's such a good athlete, very explosive. Um, he was super productive. Excuse me. He he was super productive at Boston College um, in terms of like volume stats, like yards. Um, things like that wasn't as efficient in terms of like yards per route run, yeah. um, and I do have concerns about his ability to play versus man coverage. I think he is a zone killer, but against man coverage, like his PFF grade against zone or against man was really really concerning. Uh, but I like him a lot. Great separator. He's super dynamic with the ball in his hands, um, and I like how he fits next to Christian Watson because he's a different flavor. Like they're different players. Oh, yeah. And I like that. Now I'm up with the Commanders. And they need a quarterback. Also need interior offensive lineman. Um, could use a linebacker. Their defensive line is stacked. Like Montez Sweat, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Chase Young. It's great. With Chase Young and his injury history and him not working out, this is a underrated place where an edge rusher can go. Yeah, and they love taking linemen. Like, this is a place where I could see um, Lucas Van Ness or Will McDonald being a solid pick. Yeah. If they didn't have so many receivers, I would be interested in Quentin Johnston. I could also go a little... I could go, you know, with someone who isn't a premium position... Um, let's see, do they need a safety? They could use corner. They could use, like, some chess pieces on defense guys with defensive versatility. And I like Brian Branch for that. Um, I'm not taking Will Levis. I just, honestly, I think, I think Sam Howell was probably a little bit better as a prospect than Will Levis, if not on the same tier. Yeah, I agree. There's and, no point in taking Levis when you already have Howell. Who yeah. is Howell younger than Levis? I think yeah. he actually yeah. is. Because he came he was twenty one when he yeah. came out. So I think right here, I could go with I, I'm probably not gonna go with a premium position like an edge rusher here. I'm thinking more along the lines of like Brian Branch or a tight end. Like I think Dalton Kincaid and um um why am I forgetting his name? Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer. There I think both of those guys will be solid picks here. Yeah. Um, it gives you more weapons for um, Howell to play with. Um, I'm trying to remember, was their defense disappointing last year? I know it was the year before. I don't know. I, I don't remember, to be honest with you. And I think I like the tight ends more than I like Brian Branch. Yeah. So I'm going to go with um, one of my favorite players in the entire class. I think he is... So good. Michael Mayer. I'm going to take Michael Mayer at 16. I think it's like a little early for a tight end, but Michael Mayer, a great receiver. He can play in the slot. He can play 
and line along the offensive line. He's a great blocker. He's what I would consider a dual threat tight end, yeah. where he's a great receiving threat and a great blocker. He's so good at creating separation and getting open. Um, I I like him a lot. I think he's awesome and probably the best tight end in the class. I know yeah. he's not a great athlete, and athleticism does matter at the tight end position. I just think he's so good and so good in many areas. And I, I want to, you know, give Sam Sam Howell the best chance to, to succeed. And I think Mayer does that at 16. Yeah, that's a, that's a very solid pick. Um, I'm up with the Steelers at 17. And they're off. They just need offensive line help really bad. They could also use some defensive back help, but the top four corners are all gone at this point. I would, it would probably be Brian branch. And I don't know that I'm really want to take him here at 17. So I am going to go with Broderick Jones. Okay. Um, I consider taking Darnell, Wright. I actually like Darnell, Wright Better. I agree. Um, I, yeah, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. No, you're, you're good. I like Darnell Wright better, just like overall as a prospect, but I prefer taking a left tackle here as opposed to like a guy that I really feel like can only play right. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm pretty low on Broderick Jones. Yeah. I love the athleticism. I think he's awesome as a run blocker. Like yeah. his ability, his like as a puller, he's awesome. Um, got heavy hands. He will knock the crap out of people, but he's just raw as a pass protector. Yeah. Like pretty raw in that area. And I think there are other guys available who are better as pass protectors. And I like my tackles to be pass protectors. Um, so that's like a bias there. Like if I, if a coach likes his tackles, the run block, I get why they would love Broderick Jones just for how I would run my team. I'm a little bit lower on Jones, but I think that's a solid pick here. I like him more in the back half of the first round rather than up like around 13 with the Jets, where I've seen him mocked a lot. I think that's a solid pick. Now I'm up here with the um, Lions at pick 18. And originally, I took Devon Witherspoon. Um, and there are a couple of players I like here. Um, the Lions, I would I would love to get a receiver here. Um, and I, I think Quentin Johnson could be a nice fit here. And uh, I think this is a good spot for him, too. And I think this is a good spot for him, as well. Don Kincaid is also a great fit. But I know I know with tight ends that you can get them later in the draft. And there are some guys in this tight end class that I do like a lot. I don't like them as much as I like Don Kincaid. But I think that they could be a solid option at tight end for the Lions. Um, guys like Sam Laporta, Darnell Washington. Um, guys who may not go in the first round. Um, the Lions could also use an interior defensive lineman. Like, they could use a three-tech like Kalaja Kansi. Yeah. And so I think I w- would target Quentin Johnston or Kalaja Kansi here. Yeah. Um, and Quentin Johnston gives them a different flavor than Amon Ross St. Brown. I know they have Jam- or Jamison Williams, and I love Jamison. Like, he was yeah. my wide receiver one last year. I think he's awesome. Uh, but he's a little bit of a question mark because he's coming off his ACL injury. Didn't play a ton as a rookie. When he did play, he looked great. Um, but I think getting a pass catcher here would be nice. Um, and I think both him and Kalisha Kansas are flawed. I think they're both flawed prospects um, with, with issues that could keep them from being as great as they can be. Um, I do like Quentin Johnston a lot. 
but I do love me some Kalaja Kansi. I think Kalaja Kansi is just a he's a freak athlete, has an excellent burst, um, super good agility. His combine testing was off the charts. It was like 99th percentile in a lot of areas, and any areas where it wasn't 99th percentile, it was like 95th percentile. He had an elite 10-yard split, elite agility drills, elite uh, vertical, elite broad jump. He is undersized, though. Doesn't have great length. I, I have heard him compared to Aaron Donald. He is not Aaron Donald as a prospect. There's a reason why Aaron Donald was a top 15 pick. Um, Aaron Donald is way better than Kalaja Kansi, but Kansi is a great pass rusher. Um, I think his physical tools could limit him as a pass rusher, but I think he's also a solid run defender. Not great in that area. And I'm just a little bit bigger of a fan of Kalaja Kansi than Quentin Johnston, so I'm going to go Kalaja Kansi here. Nice. I, I like to pick. I really do. And I think like pairing him with like Aiden Hutchinson on the edge yeah. is going to be really fun. And I think like for both him and Quentin Johnson, this is where the area where you're like pretty comfortable taking these guys. And it's like, okay, it doesn't feel like a reach anymore. Yeah, and Quentin Johnson, I like him. I just don't love him. And I don't see him as like a great bet to succeed in the NFL. Like, he, he's got X receiver size, but he doesn't play big. Yeah. Like, he's, like, one of the bigger receivers in this year's class. But there are guys who are smaller than him who play way bigger than he does. Yeah. And that worries me. I like the ceiling. The floor is just concerning because he's not a great separator. And if you're not going to be a great separator at that size, I want you to be a good contestant catch guy. And he's just not. Yeah, he's not that guy. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I'm up at 19 with the Buccaneers. Um, I mean, I have talked a lot of crap about this guy, but... Are you going to take the, him? I, I think I you am. going to take him? I'm really thinking about it. I'm really thinking about it. Here's my logic here, and who I'm referring to is Will Levis, the quarterback from Kentucky. Um, I don't love him as a prospect. I... I I mean obviously he has like lots of tools to like elite tools like he's got a great arm but I just don't I don't think he's a very complete prospect it's just with the bucks they're in a position where they're entering a rebuild um now that Brady has retired and they're they're starting to lose some guys. They're probably entering like a little rebuild. He can sit behind Baker. And I think it would be okay if it were doing Darnell Wright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not taking Will Levis. I talked myself out of it. <laughs> I, know. I couldn't like, convince myself do to do it. He's so bad, you just couldn't do it. Yeah, no, I'm ta- I'm actually going to take Darnell Wright here. I, I, think he's a, I think he's a really good fit here. They can slide Tristan Wurst over to left tackle um, and have Darnell Wright just like plug and play at right tackle. Their offensive line is, is pretty rough right now. So this gives him a chance to, to have some success with with Baker at quarterback by kind of solidifying the offensive line on the right side. So we have moved away from Will Levis. Dude, I love that pick. I think that's such a good pick. Darnell Wright's really good. He tested super well at the combine. I didn't think he was that athletic on tape. Yeah. But he is so powerful in his upper body. He's got great hands, a really good pass protector. Might just be a right tackle at the next level. 
that's fine. I think this is a great spot for Darnell Wright. I really love that pick. And now I am up with the Seahawks. They took Jalen Carter at five with my pick. Yeah, they took Jalen Carter at five. Um, got a good interior defensive lineman. Now I'm thinking, do we want to like just go all in on the pass rush and Ooh. get a guy like Will McDonald here? I think okay. that's solid value. Okay. Um, I I also like receiver here, and I think the best fit would be. Um, Jordan Addison. I agree. Rather than Quentin Johnston. Yes. Because I think J- Quentin Johnston and DK yeah, it's are kind of similar, similar roles. Yeah, like similar roles. Um, and can, Jordan Addison could fit in the slot immediately and have really good production. Because, and a lot of people don't like realize this, but you know when he won the Bolitnikoff Award at Pittsburgh, he played an overwhelmingly number of his snaps were in the slot the mm-hmm. year that he won the Blinnikov. Now he played a lot on the outside at USC last year and didn't have the same level of production that he did at Pittsburgh. But like, let's see in, yeah, in 2021 when he won the Blitnikoff award, 385 of his 566 pass snaps came from the slot. Um, had an elite year in terms of production, 100 catches, 1,500 yards, 17 touchdowns. And then he goes to USC, and 253 of his 335 pass snaps at USC were out wide, and he only played uh, 77 snaps in the slot. And the production went down significantly. You know, only had 59 catches, 875 yards, 8 touchdowns, which is still a, a very solid year, but like considerably lower than like a Bolitnikoff award winning season. He also just played a lot less at USC than he did at Pittsburgh. Like he had 566 total pass snaps at um, Pittsburgh in 2021. And then going to USC uh, last year only had 335. So that's, I mean, you know, over 200 less. Yeah. Which is a stat that I was very interested in, but USC also, um, Caleb Williams spread the ball around a lot more than Kenny Pickett did. Kenny Pickett's, I mean, his guy was Jordan Addison. He was throwing to him every time, <laughs> it felt like. Yeah, it's so weird to see Jordan Addison go from playing with Kenny Pickett and setting the college football world on fire. Go from that to go to playing with Caleb Williams, who's significantly better yeah. than Kenny Pickett, and he is so much worse. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just weird. Um, I do like Jordan Addison. He is really small, though. And that's literally every receiver in this draft. Oh, yeah. like, every everyone's small, tiny. Except for, like, Quentin Johnston and, like, Cedric Tillman. And, then, like, and, and Mike the, Wilson. And, and, like, A.T. Perry guys that are, like, yeah, farther down Guys the who are probably, like, late second, like, third-round picks. Yeah. Um, and, and, and he plays small. Like, he, he's small on film. Yeah. Like, when he takes hits, you can tell. Yeah. Which is why I think in the NFL he moves back into the his slot slot receiver role like he was at Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I, to me, he's not an NFL outside receiver. Yeah, I would agree. Um, he is a good route runner, great separator. Um, and, oh, he, he didn't test well at the combine. I thought it was yeah. more athletic than that um, on tape. But, yeah, he has some issues. I, I don't think he's quite as dynamic with the ball in his hands as a guy like Zay Flowers. Like, I think... Gun to my head, I probably would take Zay Flowers over Jordan Addison like sure. like you did. And I'm thinking that maybe Jordan Addison isn't the best pick here. And I I am looking at a guy like 
Lucas Van Ness, who has a lot of versatility. He's, um, I think either him, I think the three guys I would consider here at pick 20 with the way the board has fell is Jordan Addison, Lucas Van Ness, and Will McDonald. Because I think all, the two of the guys, Lucas Van Ness and Will McDonald, can play, like they can play outside the linebacker. Um, Will McDonald and Lu- Lucas Van Ness are different. Yeah. They're different types of edge rushers. I think Will McDonald is the more explosive. He's a speed rusher, got more bend. Lucas Van Ness has more size, more versatility. He can play inside and out, wins more with power, but also has okay bend for his size. Um, I, you do have to think about the future. Like, how long is Tyler Lockett going to play? They also have D. Eskridge as their third receiver. And I think this team wants to make a run in the playoffs. So I'm thinking about that. Like, what's the best uh, pick for that? Um, their offense was fine last year. I think they can get a receiver later in the draft, though. So I'm going to go um, and get a young edge rusher who can rush the pass or stop the run a little bit. I'm going to go with Lucas Van Ness. Okay, very nice. I wondered where he would go because I felt like he was kind of sliding a little bit. Mm. All right. And I like I like him and Will McDonald a lot. Um, Lucas Van Ness, I'm a little bit lower on him than the consensus, I think. Sure. Just because he isn't my favorite type of edge rusher. Um, but I think he would be interesting in Seattle. And, I, and they need to fix that defense. Like, that defense was really bad last year. They got to fix it somehow. He's so big. Yeah. Lucas Van Ness. And he's young. Ridiculous. And he's a freak athlete. Yeah. So I'm just trusting him to figure it out. And I think he had okay production in college. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just betting on the youth and the athleticism. Yeah, that's that's a very solid pick. Okay, we are on the clock here with the Chargers. They are... This is honestly kind of a hard pick right here because like a lot of their needs are... It would be reaches right here to me. Okay. Um, because I would really like to give them a corner just because... Well, Asante Samuel has had some Asante Samuel Jr. I should say has had some injury problems. J.C. Jackson also injury problems last year, but also when he played last year was not anywhere close to the player that we saw with the Patriots. He was bad mm-hmm. when he played uh, with the Chargers last year. So I would have loved to give them a corner, but the top four guys are gone, and like the next guy, like BPA wise, is probably. What, like Cam Smith yeah. or Emmanuel Forbes? And those are just not guys I'm really comfortable taking right here at 21. Um, so it's it's a tough spot, to be honest with you. Uh, and receiver, too. Like, I would love to give them, like, a nice... They, they need speed in that receiver room because I like Quentin Johnson. I would not like for the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, just another... Big. I mean, not that Quentin Johnson isn't like super athletic, but he's not, you know, a burner. Yeah. Like that's what they are kind of missing in that offense. It's it's a tough pick here, man. It's a tough pick. I also look to offensive line, and I think that's probably where I'm going to go here. Um, just because they need some depth on that offensive line. They've had a slew of injuries. Rashawn Slater has had some injury problems. And they just don't have, like, not every position on that offensive line is locked up. So, 
It may be a little bit early, but I am going to take Osiris Torrance here. Wow. I know, I know. Wow. I know, and like I get it. I looked at Anton Harrison. To be, I'll be very honest, I don't know a ton about Anton Harrison. I haven't really watched a lot of him. I have watched Osiris Torrance, and I really like him. He's just a nasty run blocker. Um, I just, I like the, I like the pick here. I, I get that it's probably a little early just in terms of positional value, like taking a guard here. And they did take a guard last year as well with Zion Johnson, but uh, Osiris Torrance can come in right away and hop into that left guard spot. Or, I mean, even if he has, if he's like has to play right guard, they can probably flip Zion Johnson over to left guard. Yeah. So I really would like that for them. Get a little more, not even depth, like he's going to start. Yeah. Um, but it does give you a, a little bit because their starter starting left guard right now can now kind of be like a, a bench, like six offensive linemen that they can, you know, have more depth. Interesting pick. Yeah. I thought, thought you were going to go pass catcher there. Yeah. There just really wasn't anybody that I wanted to go with. Like Jordan Addison would have been okay, but. And this is just too early for me for Jalen Hyatt or like any of the super fast guys like that. Um, I also had considered Bijan. Okay. Um, Bijan Robinson from Texas, but I just don't really know like the situation with Austin Eckler. Like, I don't know if he's going to get traded. I think right now it looks like he's probably not getting traded. Mm. Um, so. My thing with Bijan Robinson was like, if they trade Austin Eckler, I would love it if they took Bijan. Yeah. But I don't know that they're going to trade Eckler. So Osiris Torrance is the pick here for the Chargers. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, did you think about Quentin Johnston at all? Uh, no, I didn't. Just because I feel like he's like the same. It's just like you're going to have three like massive big body receivers out mm. on the field. And I would love for them to get a little bit of variety out there. Yeah. Because you're going to have you know Keenan Allen... Quentin Johnson and Mike Williams out there all at the same time, which yes, like, Ooh, kind of, kind of a fun thought, but yeah. in my head, they need some, some variety of flavors out there at the wide receiver position. I am praying that Zay Flowers falls in 21. That'd be so nice like, for them. Please let yeah. him fall. Now I'm up with the Ravens at 22. Um, honestly, I don't even know Zay Flowers at 21 might not even be a fall. It would probably just be like where he's projected to go, but I think you and I are probably both a little higher on him, so it'd be like a fall for us. I don't know. I've heard, apparently the I've heard the Patriots are interested. In Interesting. Him. Okay. But like the Patriots, like when he was at the Senior Bowl, then they were like all over him. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. We'll have to see, dude. I'm so excited for the real draft. Oh, me too. What Bro, do you think about the? What do you think? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, isn't it? Two weeks from this upcoming Thursday, yeah. or is it three weeks? No, two weeks. Two weeks from this upcoming Thursday. Crazy. What do you think about the report that NFL teams only have one receiver as a first-round grade? That with doesn't surprise me, yeah. necessarily. I mean, I think I agree that Jackson Smith and Jigba is like pretty easily the number one receiver mm-hmm. in this class, and it's a pretty large gap yeah. between him and whoever you're next, whether it be... Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnston, Zay Flowers, whoever you want to say is the number two receiver. It's a it's a pretty large gap between them and Jackson Smith and Jigba. So I'm not I wasn't shocked by that. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I mean, Lane Zerline would dis- would uh, disagree with both of us because he has Jalen Hyatt and Josh oh. Downs as his top two uh, receivers. Yeah. Okay. 
Alright, so I'm up with the Ravens at 22. Oh, I hate this. Um, oh, and we didn't really get to talk about this, but they did, yes, was it yesterday? Yesterday, yeah. signed Odell Beckham Jr. to a one-year, what was it, like $18 Eight, million? Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. $18 million contract, which yeah. is so stupid, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, they're just literally trying to do whatever they can to keep Lamar except pay him. <laughs> yeah. And that, now I'm, I'm thinking about the Lamar situation. Like, is he going to get traded? Because, like, if not, I got to consider Will Levis here. Yeah. I or Hendon Hooker. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because I, 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 like, I kind of think they're in the same tier as a prospect. No, I agree with you. I'm just, I don't know if I'm, I'm saying, crazy. like, I don't know about taking either of them here. I don't know either, but, like, you get the fifth-year option. I get it. You get to not have Tyler Huntley as your quarterback. <laughs> but, like, well, and here's my thing, too. Like, with the team you have right now, if you decide, like, okay, we just, let's just be bad. Are yeah. you even going to be bad enough to get, like, to a place where you could take Drake May from North Carolina or Caleb Williams from USC next year? Like, I don't even know if you're going to be bad enough to do that. You're not, if, you would have to trade, like, anything. Yeah, if you just rock with what you got. Like, I think they can still be, like, a, like, mediocre team next year. They won't be good, but, like, they could still be, like, a... Like a six and yeah, what is it? Six and eleven team. Like I, I feel and like I kind of have to assume like that Lamar pick. Jackson isn't on the team. You would have, you would think that, but because like he's already requested, he requested a trade. You know what? Let's play it like that then. Let's play it like we're assuming Lamar is getting traded or at least is not going to play for the Ravens next year. Okay. So we will we will play it like that, and so that will affect that can affect your pick here. If it was a different team, I think I would be okay with picking Will Levis here. But this is, it's such a weird team. Yeah. Like, that offense is catered to Lamar. Yeah, exactly. Not a guy like Will Levis. And I know they just got a new offensive coordinator in. But I just don't love this fit with, with like for Will Levis with the Ravens. No, I don't like it either. I would like Hendon Hooker to the Ravens a lot more than Will Levis. Yeah, I just... I say they're in the same tier, and I just am not really comfortable taking Hendon Hooker at 22. I understand. I'm not comfortable with taking either of them in the first round. I've considered it for a moment with the Bucks, and then quickly talked myself out of it. I think I'm going to go pass catcher. Okay. Because I think with the team as it is, you're I mean, still going to be yeah. somewhat competitive. So okay, let's, I'm, I'm let's, curious who you're going to take, though. Um, I'm either going to take Quentin Johnston or Dalton Kincaid. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, interesting. So you could have He's, Dalton Kincaid and Mark Andrews. That would be that would be a really fun tight end duo. The thing is, the Ravens already have like Isaiah Likely and Charlie Collar. I did forget they have Isaiah Likely. I didn't even realize they took Charlie Collar last year. But Isaiah Likely is like a super athletic. I don't think he, I don't think he's really played a ton. He played a decent amount last year when he actually had on a 100-yard game last year. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. I don't, yeah, think, like but one, I don't think he's played enough to be like, oh, yeah, like we sure. can 100% bet on this guy being like a massive part of our, off- sure. of our offense. Yeah. But he did get to play a decent amount last yeah. year just when Mark Andrews went down with injury. So I, I'm really feeling like going past catcher here. R- like Rashad Bateman, I like him. I loved him as a prospect, but I'm just not sure what he is long term. Sure, yeah, that's fair. 
Um, well, I think Will McDonald could be a good fit here, but I, I'm I'm going more towards like pass catcher at this point. Okay. And I I think they do run they do run like two tight end sets. And I think Dalton Kincaid is probably better than Quentin Johnston. Do I pair Quentin or uh, Mark Andrews with Dalton Kincaid? <sighs> Screw it, let's do it. Okay, nice. I like that actually. That's, I mean, he, that's he can, a wild tight end room. Because he can super... play in the slot. Yeah, and I think and Mark Andrews can as well. I'm pretty yeah. sure. So and. I think Michael Mayer would be really interesting here. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you could play Michael Mayer in line a lot, and he's a great blocker, and you can make Mark Andrews, like, a, a slot receiver. Yeah. Kind of like Travis Kelsey. So I, th- I think I would like that fit better, but obviously I took Michael Mayer at 16. Yeah. So, But I, I like Dalton Kincaid. It's a good player, good pass catcher. I think they can find a way for him to fit with Mark Andrews. Um, his production in college was crazy. He is an older prospect with injury concerns, so I wouldn't be surprised if he slid a bit in the in the real draft. But I think he is a solid fit in Baltimore, um, and I just think he's a really good player, and I want to help Tyler Huntley out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, then at 23 here with Minnesota, I'm actually going to take Quentin Johnson. Okay. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm taking Quentin Johnson. We're going to pair him with Justin Jefferson, and... We ball. <laughs> <laughs> we ball. Yeah, I like that. Pick yeah, a lot. They, they're just their receiver depth is not great right now. Um, after you know Adam Thielen's gone now, so after Justin Jefferson, it's kind of it's kind of thin. Justin Jefferson will be your you know your number one, your your outside, your your X, and then you can have you know uh, Quentin Johnson on the other side and KJ Osborne in the slot. And I think that's like a, a very solid wide receiver core. Yeah. So I, I like that for Minnesota, getting Quentin Johnson here. I like that too, because you can play him outside. You can put, you know, Justin Jefferson can play on the boundary yeah. on the other side, or he can play in the slot. I like that. Yeah, I just didn't love Jordan Addison because I do feel like he needs to play in the slot. Mm-hmm. And then you can't really have, like, uh, Jefferson in the slot a whole lot. Yeah, and now we're, like, in the NFL, we're in this age where, like, the top guys in the league are playing in the slot a lot. Like, yeah. Guys like Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson. Yep. Um... Uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Like, yep. So I, I, I like that a lot. I like that pick. Now I'm up with the Jaguars at 24, and I'm taking Will Levis because obviously they need a quarterback. <laughs> no. Um, they, need a, they need a tackle. They could use a tackle. I'm not saying they need a tackle. They could use a tackle. Yeah. But uh, and, I, and, and if they were more tackle needy, I would look at Anton Harrison because I do like Anton Harrison a lot. Yeah. He's not as a great athlete. But I think he is just really solid as a pass protector. I think he can also run block a little bit. He's got powerful hands, great feet in the, in the as a pass protector. I think Anton Harrison is super underrated. Honestly, I might like him more than Roderick Jones, at least if I were running a team. But I don't think I'm going to take him. I, I would love... I think like Jordan Addison is really intriguing to me here because I just don't love the receiver room. Like I know... They have Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, and Christian Kirk. And I think, like, Calvin Ridley is obviously super talented. Like, one of the more talented receivers in the league. Um, or he was a few years ago. But I think people are, are too confident in him being an impact player, like, this year. I think yeah. he could be, but I'm not super confident in it because, 
Obviously, he had an issue with the gambling on games. Um, he also dealt with major mental health issues in Atlanta. And I think that, you know, that could impact his ability to play at a high level. I think that's fair. Um, so I'm just not super caught. Like, I think he can be awesome in Jacksonville. Obviously, he has the talent. I'm just worried about off-the-field stuff with him. Brian Branch could also be an interesting fit here. Yeah. As, like, this um, kind of Swiss Army knife who can play everywhere. So I'd like that fit as well. But, I mean, they don't really need a pass rush. They have Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen. Um, so I, right here, I'd probably look at either um, Anton Harrison, Brian Branch, or Jordan Addison. I love what they've done at receiver. Um, but I'm not done building that receiver room. I'm taking Jordan Addison. I like Jordan Addison a lot. There are some issues with this game, but I think he has the talent to be re- like to be a very good wide receiver too in the NFL. Wow. Okay, I like that a lot. That actually gives them crazy wide receiver depth. Yeah, that's and pretty, I just like I don't nice. love St. Jones. Sure. Yeah. That's so fair. like it gives them a third wide receiver, and I'm like I love what the Jaguars have done supporting Trevor yeah. Lawrence. And honestly, and who cares if that. their defense can stop anybody if they can score fifty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm up with the Giants, and I'm glad you didn't take him because now I'm going to take Brian Branch. He immediately fills in for them in slot corner role. I think it's a good pick for them. I would love to get them a receiver, but every single receiver on the board is a slot guy. Yeah. And it's just like everybody that they have on their team is a slot guy, it feels like. Yeah. Like Paris Campbell, Wondell Robinson, uh, Jamison Crowder. It's just like a lot of like small slot wide receivers on their team. Mm. So there's not really a receiver that I felt comfortable taking, like an outside receiver that I felt comfortable taking at 25. Like the next best one is probably what, like Hyatt? And I don't even know if he's maybe gonna, yeah, (laughs) not for me, but maybe. Okay, fair. (laughs) Your guys like AT Perry, maybe? Nah, I was thinking more, um, Josh Downs. Oh, okay. Is Josh Downs an outside guy? I felt like he was more of a slot. No, sorry, sorry. I was thinking just, sorry, I was thinking overall receiver. Oh, sure. No, outside is probably Cedric Tillman or yeah. um, A.T. Perry. Sure. But, like, don't take him at 25, I'd say. No, I, I completely agree. That's I, that's why I took Brian Branch. Yeah. And I like that pick. I, th- this is, like, great value for Brian Branch. I mean, yes. there are multiple spots where I've considered taking Brian Branch. I'm just, I don't, like, I know PFF guys love Brian Branch, and I get it. I think he's good. His role just isn't super valuable to me. Sure. Like, he's a slot corner, doesn't really play free safety, isn't a great athlete, is small. Like, he's a great tackler. He's good in man coverage. I just have athletic and size concerns with him that push him down the board. And I think in the back half of the first round, that is a perfect spot for Brian Branch. Now I'm up with the Cowboys, and I need to look at their depth chart. Um, This team doesn't have, like, a ton of needs, it feels like. I mean, they're a really good team. They traded for Brandon Cooks in the offseason. Um, what are their team needs? Let's look on the draft network. I know uh, Bijan Robinson has been connected to them because they lost Zeke, but I love Tony Pollard, and I just I, I don't think taking a running back first round is like great use of your resources, no matter who it is. And I love Bijan Robinson; think he's awesome; think he's a historic running back prospect. Um, I just I I just think the running back position is so valueless that even if he hits and becomes, like, the best running back in the league, 
it may not be worth a first round pick because I'm not sure if you're going to want to pay him after his rookie year. Yeah, that's so, fair. Um, I know interior defensive line is a need for them. And Brian Breesy is there. I, I just don't love Brian Breesy. I don't think it would be a bad pick there. I just don't love him. They could use a linebacker. And I think there are some linebackers that would be worth the pick. Like Drew Sanders and Jack Campbell. Sure. I think both of those guys are good players. like them a lot. Kind of think. So they... Is Ter- what about Terrence Steele? Do you know anything about him? No, not really. Yeah. Because he's our starting right tackle right now. And I'm thinking Anton Harrison could be a good pick. Um, I will tell you, okay, this is stupid, but I will tell you that I know what Terrence Steele's Madden rating is. Okay. He's a 79 in Madden. So oh, is that, is that with the franchise guys ranking? or great? Or, no, uh, it's, just a, it's just Madden's ranking of him. I know that literally means nothing. I don't know about him as a player at all, but I do know that in Madden every year he was always a free agent, like okay. in Madden 23, and I would always pick him up because I always needed a tackle, and he was like always interested in my team. Okay, interesting. And this is a weird spot because I, I, I would like another receiver for them because I'm just addicted to receivers. Like I want to draft as many receivers as possible. Yeah. Um, or just, like, to get as many receivers as possible on my team. But I just don't think any are the right flavor for them. Edge rusher. I just don't think that's a huge need for them. I mean, they have Michael Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence. They could use interior defensive linemen, but I don't love Brian Brucey. Will McDonald's pretty good. He's awesome. This is a, a weird place to pick. Maji Smith is available, though. But, but he's a nose tackle. I'm going to go with um, Brian Brisey. Bet on the athletic traits. He is a good pass rusher. I'm just going to bet on the athletic traits here with Brian Brisey. Um, he may not be great against the run, but he's huge. He was better last year than he was this year. This year, he dealt with a lot of issues, like his sister died um she died after a, a long battle with cancer and i think that's part of the issue part of part of the reason why he didn't perform um like he did in past seasons um but i think there are some things to like i think he's a good pass rusher um and i just didn't like a lot of guys in this in this range for the cowboys and i didn't think there were that many great fits yeah so that's fair i'm just defaulting to brian Breesy. Honestly, that's that's fair. He's a freak athlete. Yeah. I mean, like, who would you have picked? Like, do you have anybody that would have been, like, way better? Well, I don't feel the same way that you feel about running backs, so I would have picked Bijan. Okay, that's fair. But, um... And, and I, I understand yeah. that. Outside of, outside of that, I mean, no, not really. There yeah. wasn't a ton of guys that, like... I, I don't think that's a bad pick at all. I think that, like, yeah, sure, it's like a risk and you're betting on upside, but I think that upside has, I mean, potential to shine through because he, I mean, obviously he was the number one player coming out of high school for a reason. Yeah, and, like, I mean, I love, like, there are guys that I like better. Like, I, I like Will McDonald better. I like Anton Harrison. They're just not going to play. Really, yeah, and they don't really, yeah. Like, they just don't have a need for them. Like, like they're right. not going to be able to play them. Yeah. So it's like, 
they're not like there's no use in picking them. Yeah. So and Mozzie, excuse me, Mozzie Smith would have been a, an okay pick, but he's a nose tackle, and they already have a nose tackle in um in Jonathan Hankins. Yeah. So it's a tough pick for them. When the way the Morns fell. For sure, for sure. I have like two options here with the Bills at twenty seven. Um, my the first option is a tackle because. Um, Spencer Brown has really struggled for the yeah. right tackle. He just is not, he's not their guy. Like he's not the guy at right tackle. And so it would lead me to want to take like a Dewan Jones probably, mm. uh, or Anton Harrison. I'm sure he could flip to right, but Dewan Jones has experience playing right tackle, uh, huge right tackle. He's what, what, what did he measure in it? Yeah. Six foot eight, three seventy four. I mean, massive. Uh, right tackle. My other option would kind of be dependent on if it would cause the Bills to change the way that they call their plays. And yeah. that would be Bijan Robinson. They just don't run the ball a lot, mm-hmm. like with the running backs. They love running Josh Allen into the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hope that if Bijan is there, maybe they would start trying to run the ball more. And I mean, Josh Allen, yes, he's massive, but he's not going to last forever if they keep running him the way that they are. Yeah. And so I am going to take Bijan here. He's he's so good. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, you could make an argument for him being the best, well, maybe not best player in the class, but he's definitely like top three player in the class. Yeah. Uh, and getting him here at 27, I, I like it. I feel comfortable taking him at 27. He's This is like the one place where I'm like, okay, I get it. Yes. I get it. And I think they'll be able to put him to good use there and get a lot of value in his rookie deal. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Solid pick. Like that a lot. Bijan, can't say enough great things about him. I think he is a fantastic prospect. And honestly, regardless like regardless of position, might be the best player in the class or like second behind yeah, Jalen Carter. Yeah, I would say behind Jalen Carter. Like, dude is He's easily star. top three. Yeah. I, I would agree. Um, but yeah, I would say there's definitely an argument to be made that he's the second best player in the class. Now I'm up with the Bengals. And this is a rough spot because there are a lot of players that are usually here in mock drafts that are not here now. Guys like Duncan Cade, Michael Mayer sometimes. Um, tight end is a need. Um, but I think I would have to reach a little bit on a tight end. Um, interior defensive line is also a need, but... Um, like they already have a nose tackle with DJ Reader. And they don't need an edge rusher. They they do need to prepare for a future without T. Higgins. So I think receiver is an option here. I don't think they're going to let T. Higgins walk. Even then. I um, mean, Tyler Boyd, though, however, is... I was about to say, he's, he, he's, his deal's expiring, I think. Even then, I think, like, you can... There are receivers here that are worth taking. Um, and that's probably the direction I would go in if I were them. They could also use a corner, um, but there I don't know if, if any of the corners available are guys I would want to take over some receivers that are available. Yeah. Um, there are some that I would consider. Like I would consider Emmanuel Forbes and um, Cam Smith, but there are also some receivers that I really like, guys like Josh Downs. And another guy that hasn't been talked about a lot, but I think is super underrated, um, Marvin Mims. 
Oh, okay. Um, super underrated dude. Um, kind of in, in a similar mold to, to some of the guys that are going to go in the first round. Zay Flowers, Josh Downs, like these slot receivers. Um, like he's like a like kind of a slot size receiver. Yeah. Who plays bigger than he is? Had good production in college. Um, played super well as a freshman. Um, he's a guy I'm interested in. Probably going to go day two. But Josh Downs is also a guy I'm interested in. He is so good at getting open. Um, he he plays way bigger than he is. He's small, but he's a great athlete who plays bigger than he is. His contested catch rate this year was over 70%. And he's like 5'9". Like, that is unreal. There are no tight ends available. They aren't in dire, dire need of a, t- of a tackle. They would be if they traded Jonah Williams. Yeah. But I'm going to assume they're going to have Jonah Williams. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, they probably they? will. I don't. I, I just haven't I don't heard think he'll a play. lot. I don't think he'll play. You know, like because he's just. I think he's just pissed because like he wants to play left tackle. He wants to play left tackle. And okay, and then here I'll assume that he isn't gonna play. Yeah, and, I mean, and who I, is their right <clears throat> tackle if he doesn't play? Oh, it's probably terrible. It's Lyle Collins. Okay, I don't even know if he's like gonna be able to play. I feel like he's been so injured recently. Yeah, so so let's assume that Jonah Williams is sure. on the team. I think because I think that'll make the pick easier. And then I'd be looking at Anton Harrison or DeWan Jones. Um, and DeWan Jones did not test at the combine. He's huge. Um, doesn't have the best foot speed because he is such a big tackle. Um, but he, he's still pretty mobile for his size. I think he's got some nice technique and pass protection. Um, he's not really raw. He's just, he's got such a big body and I, and I don't think he always, you know, moves super well within his frame. Um, I do like Anton Harrison a lot. I think, I think I'm gonna go Anton. <sighs> DeWine Jones is such an interesting player though. He's so intriguing, yeah. like with that size. Um, I'm gonna go Anton Harrison though. I think Anton Harrison's film's cleaner. Um, and he has played both left and right tackle. Yeah, I he like hasn't Anthony played a lot of right lot. tackle, but he did play a little bit of right tackle. So I'm, I'm gonna take Anton Harrison here. Okay, good pick. That'll, that'll be the pick. Yeah, good pick. Um, I'm gonna be here on the clock with the Saints, and I'm gonna take a guy who has fallen a lot. Yeah. Um, and I understand why he has fallen, and that's Miles Murphy. I'm gonna take Miles Murphy here with the Saints. He's just a guy who like. After his freshman season, everybody was kind of like, oh my gosh, okay, yeah. this is a dude. He's going to be a top 10 pick. But he never really built upon that. And I honestly feel like he got kind of worse after his freshman season. Yeah. Just like kind of his progression stayed the same. Like he didn't really develop as much as I think anybody hoped that he would. But I mean, he is a big edge rusher. He's got, you know, freaky athleticism. I think that he can be a good player in the NFL. I think he's just got to gotta put it together. Yeah, he's an interesting player. Big edge rusher. Doesn't have great athleticism, in my opinion. Or not, like, he doesn't have great bend. Um, sure. And, and his athleticism is not as good as some of the other players in this class. He wins more with power. Um, there are some flashes uh, of things on his tape. I just didn't love him a lot. But I think, like, if he's going to go first round, this is around the spot where he should go. Yeah. What right. was his, like, RAS? Did he even have one? Yeah, he tested really well. 
Yeah. I th- well, I like, thought really, he, I really thought well. Did. Really, really well. Up. And I'm up with the Eagles here at pick number 30. I already took Paris Johnson, um, who I thought, who I think is one of the better players in the class. Now I'm looking at potentially taking an edge rusher. Um, they had Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat. Um, this would be an interesting spot for like Brian Bercy if he would have fell, because yeah. he because he can replace Milton Williams potentially. Um, and Fletcher Cox, like they need to replace him a year from now because he's on a one year deal, I believe. But they, but they, they also Johnson. have Jordan Davis. Yeah. But he's listed as like a backup on our labs. So, and I'm also thinking receiver, like potentially Josh Downs. Like he's a guy I would consider here for the Eagles. I'm also looking at their linebacker spot. They do have Nicobe Dean. Um, I don't really know if he played a whole lot as a rookie. Yeah. Um, they have to replace, um... T.J. Edwards. Yeah, T.J. Edwards. Jack Campbell could be a nice pick here. I'm thinking Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell's a guy I like. Um, Drew Sanders is good, too. But he didn't test. And he's more of, like, a... He he adds, like, a pass rush element that Jack Campbell doesn't. Um, and I think they're around the same age. So really, it's just like, what do I want to do? They're both getting coverage. Do I go Will McDonald or Jack Campbell? Because like, like Josh Sweat's a good player. Like they don't need an edge rusher. I'm going to take Jack Campbell. And honestly, I probably should have taken Jack Campbell when I took Brian Bracey. But oh well, I'm going to take Jack Campbell here at okay. pick number thirty. Very I just nice. think he's a really good player. Had good college production. He tested extremely well at the combine. Good coverage, good tackler, can move side on the sideline. Um, I think he'll be really good uh, in Philadelphia. Dude, I was just looking at um, Drew Sanders. Yeah. His PFF grade in 2020 yeah. is might be the lowest PFF grade I've ever seen. Really? 28.8. Really? 2020. In his freshman year at Alabama. Oh, did he play? How many snaps did he play? It was only 52 snaps. So okay. It's not, it's not really a good uh, a good indicator, but still, I was like, when yeah, I saw that number, that I was is like, really oh my low. gosh. All right, so uh, Jack Campbell it is for, for Philly. You like that pick? I do. I really do. I like that pick. I think he steps in and starts immediately and mm. starts at a high level. Yeah. Um, that does make my pick easier because uh, Kansas City – Really needs to replace. Um, oh, what? Why have I forgotten his name? Um, the, Juju. No, their no. head rusher. Oh, Frank Clark. Fla- yeah, Frank Clark. And so I think I'm going to take Will McDonald here. Love it. Oh and I think gosh. it's a great. I'm jealous. Great I didn't for, get to pick him. For the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah. Love Will McDonald. Freaky athlete. If you haven't watched him, watch him. He's just a freak. Yeah. And there are some guys that are going to go late first, early second like Will McDonald and yeah. like B.J. Ojolari. Those guys are freaky athletes. All right. Do you want to recap it? Yeah. So at, at number one with the Panthers, at, with the Panthers, we had Anthony Richardson. Number two with the Texans, Bryce Young. Number three, Colts, C.J. Stroud. Four, Cardinals, Will Anderson Jr. Five, Seahawks, Jalen Carter. Six, Lions, Devon Witherspoon. Seven, Raiders, Christian Gonzalez. Eight, Falcons, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Nine, Bears, Tyree Wilson. 10, Eagles, Paris Johnson Jr. 11, Titans, Peter Skaronski. 
12, Texans, Nolan Smith. 13, Jets, Joey Porter Jr. 14, Patriots, Deontay Banks. 15, Packers, Zay Flowers. 16, Commanders, Michael Mayer. 17, Steelers, Broderick Jones. 18, Lions, Kalaja Kansi. 19, Bucks, Darnell Wright. 20, Seahawks, Lucas Van Ness. 21, Chargers, Osiris Torrance. 22, Ravens, Dalton Kincaid. 23, Vikings, Quentin Johnston. 24, Jaguars, Jordan Addison. 25, Giants, Brian Branch. 26, Cowboys, Brian Breesey. 27, Bills, Bijan Robinson. 28, Bengals, Anton Harrison. 29, Saints, Miles Murphy. 30, Eagles, Jack Campbell. And 31, Chiefs, uh, Will McDonald the fourth. That's nice. it. What are some picks that you really like in this mock? Are there any like fits that you like or just like great value picks that you that you saw? Oh yeah. I really like Bijan at twenty seven. I yeah. know like you probably don't love it. I mean, like you I and I understand your position. Like yeah. running backs in the first round is rough. But like realistically, Bijan might go a lot higher than that. Oh yeah, so and, I, and I'm totally yeah. prepared for that. And and I, I get it. I just I just worry that, like, and there's no guarantee that Bijan hits like every player. I think yeah. with running, like, I think running back is the easiest position or one of the easier positions to project. Um, but there still is that level of uncertainty. Like, he could not hit, and even if he does, I still am in a position where it's like, if he does hit and becomes the best running back in the league or one of the top running backs in the league, is he worth a first-round pick? Because I worry that a team isn't going to want to pay him past his rookie contract. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I really like Miles Murphy to the Saints at 29 because just because of the value. Because he yeah. is going to go a lot higher than that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think the Packers are going to take him yeah. at 15. But that's just my kind of projection. Yeah, I'm trying to see, see if there are any picks that I like any like just values fit wise. I really like Nolan Smith to the Texans at 12. I like that. Too. And I think that's more realistic than people will realize. Like I do think he's going to go top 15. Oh yeah. Like I think he's going to go pretty high. Um, I, I like Jack Campbell in Philly. Yeah. Like I think people will be surprised to see a linebacker in the first round. Um, but Jack Campbell and Drew Sanders, in my opinion, are guys worth taking in the first round. Yeah. I, Honestly, looking back, I probably shouldn't have taken Brian Breesey with the Cowboys. I probably should have taken a linebacker there. Maybe. But it was just a weird spot where I didn't love a lot of fits there. Um, I also think there are some receivers, like second-tier receivers, that I think could slip into the to the first round. Yeah. Like Jalen Hyatt and yeah, Josh Downs. Absolutely. I think both of those guys could go first round. I probably wouldn't take Jalen Hyatt. Like, I think I like Hyatt. Um and I think he'll be great in his role, but I think his role is worth like a third round pick, um, sure, rather than a first round pick. So, but yeah, have any other thoughts? Not really. I, honestly, that was a lot of fun. I I thought it was a good. It ended up being a good mock, and I think it's probably potentially more realistic than people would realize. Like even though it was a, like what we would do, like Anthony Richardson could go one. It's not like a yeah. lock to be anyone. I actually just saw. I think yesterday the odds just shifted back to Bryce as being yeah. the number one pick. They were uh, the favorite was CJ Stroud for a while. Yeah, he had like just kind of out of nowhere. I mean, a lot of it I do feel like was because of the Josh McCown film review yeah. of CJ Stroud. Josh McCown is the new quarterbacks coach for the Panthers, and he did 
like a film review uh, of CJ Stroud um, for uh, Underdog Fantasy, and like he just raved about CJ Stroud, and then like relatively soon after that, the odds for the Panthers to take CJ Stroud at number one skyrocketed, and he became like the favorite by a decent amount. But now they have just flipped back to Bryce as being the favorite. So, I don't, I mean, nobody really knows. Like, it's still up in the air what the number one pick's going to be. It's not like in years past where we've been like, oh, we know it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Or, like, okay, now we know it's going to be Trevon Walker. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I think it'll be really interesting to see if, if Bryce Young goes one, what do the Texans do? Because apparently it sounds like they are in love with Bryce Young. And I've heard reports that like they may not want C.J. Stroud because C.J. Stroud is represented by the same agent who represents Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So that'll be really interesting. But yeah. I mean, I don't know that that'll affect it because, I mean, that guy's going to have to represent a lot of people. And yeah. then you can't just like rule everybody that that guy represents out yeah. because you had one bad taste with Deshaun Watson. I agree. So. I agree. But that was a lot of fun. Do um, you have anything else you... Want to add anything else you want to know? Ah, man, not really. I'm just super excited for the draft, man. Me too. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks for listening to this episode. Of, for this, ep- to, wow. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed that. If you want to see more content from me, you can check out my website at thewiresports.com. I'll be releasing more content about the NFL draft uh, with the draft coming in about two weeks. You can follow me on social media at The Wire Sports, um, and The Ryan McCrary, that's V-R-Y-A-N-M-C-C-R-A-R-Y. You can listen to this podcast on any, or, or really on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, today was fun. Hope you all enjoyed it, and I'll see you all next time. Peace.